Magneto Funky, Walkabout, number 41. It's Monday, March 27th, 2023. Hey, welcome, or welcome back. Larry here. In the long course of preparing my current bike for touring, I overlooked the need for a backup if this one was ever put out of commission. But there's a big difference between being an urban commuter and going on walkabout. One needs a backup, the other requires a replacement. Uh, The music is another grab bag of curated and submitted eclectic beats. You look like a good kid. If you want my advice, Give the shit up. Go to college. Then you rip people off and get paid for it. It's called capitalism. Work hard. Screw over everybody that you love. I hate the diegetic enhancement of each mimetic entrapment, the depiction of the fictionalized world in a typo and burl, completed by causation for reputable conversation. The blessed articulation flows beneath blood circulation. Each and every fact is presented as a variance. Each and every story becomes more of a horror glory. Each and every fabrication becomes a vapid flirtation. The lovers and the dreamers become tropes and diminution. Sick of pants, sick of pants, like a path terror. Buy this section it will make you better. Get rich, get slick, get another quick drink. Work hard, watch your back, pop another pill for that. Sick of pants, sick of pants, like a path terror. Buy this section it will make you better. Get rich, get slick, get another quick drink. Work hard, watch your back, pop as a godsend to get sent as a messenger orbiting the tide of contraband of safety jewelers and computer insurance tumors and future rumors mama might answer in this in the place of the looters a mule in this ingenuous ideologies a factor into the horizontal shooter streams as fuel for the decentralized ecologies the proctor in the ensemble suitor streams and i'll turn back the hands of chronic failure euphoric tailor of mnemonic inhaler and breathe in the tides of tragedy and valor are you well aware are you in good care Sick of pants, sick of pants, like a pack terror. Buy this section, it will make you better. Get rich, get sick, get another quick drink, work hard, watch your back, pop another pill for that. Sick of pants, sick of pants, like a pack terror. Buy this section, it will make you better. Get rich, get sick, get another quick drink, work hard, watch your back, pop another pill for that. Sick of pants, sick of pants, like a pack terror. Buy this section, it will make you better. Get rich, get sick, get another quick drink, work hard, watch your back. Okay, that was a bit of experimental gothic hip-hop, Sanguinary, by Curran Dirks, a.k.a. Esteban Gaspar Silva, out of Brooklyn. Uh, This is off the album Ideological Frameworks, released November 20th, 2021. And a personal note, Uh, you can probably tell that I've now entered the extra innings of dental season. So I might just have to employ a text-to-speech bot for a short period instead of going on hiatus till I get this all sorted out. So, this is a laid-back and often explicit, you bet your ass, personal journal of extremely eclectic music and progressive politics with a focus on mobile energy independence 
and creative West Coast Wanderlust. My pod page is 1223studios.com slash mwalk.h. I'm still posting on Twitter for now, but my Mastodon handle is at magnetofunky at sfba.social. And my handle at Hive is at mfunky. Uh, I'm on Instagram at mfunkywalk. And despite Z-Dog not letting me post episode anymore, my page is facebook.com slash larry.winfield.967. Okay, this time out, the itinerary considers the topic of a backup bike to use if the main bike is in the shop. I was all set to dive into the weeds on this, but then I'm not a commuter. I'm going on walkabout. If I have an issue I can't fix myself or replace far away from my storage locker, yeah, something like the frame broke and it needed welding, I'd be sitting in a motel room or in my tent outside town waiting for a strange shop to gouge me for the work, making a backup useless. If the repair cost is more than I can afford, or more than the bike's insured worth, it's also a total loss. Hey, if the bike itself is stolen, I'll be lugging my gear, well, that hopefully didn't also get stolen, on a Greyhound bus back to the city, and then commence with hassling with the insurance company. In that case, it makes sense to have a replacement bike ready to go. So it's apples and oranges. And no, this doesn't include the folding recumbent tadpole bike I eventually want to get. Uh, Realistically, it'll take two to three years for me to save up for that bike, while a ready replacement would be something I could save up for in six months or so, meaning before I leave the SRO. It would also push the exit date back another few months. So my choices are a new bike, a decent used bike, or refurbish another 90s mountain bike from scratch. Now, it turns out it is possible to find new gravel or touring bikes in the low-end $600 to $1,200 range, low-end, from an LBS or local bike store. But many of these have front suspension forks and aluminum frames. They're lighter and more rust resistant, but not as strong or durable or welding friendly as steel. I also haven't been following the bike industry for years, so there's a lot of brand names I never heard of. The only ones I know right off the bat are some of the classics. Uh, Trek, Diamondback, Cannondale, Specialized, Motobacan, Mongoose, Peugeot, Fuji, uh, Schwinn, and Raleigh. I've come across some new brands like Giant, Salsa, Surly, GT, and Santa Cruz in articles or YouTube videos, but a lot of them are just out of my price range. A search for new cheap steel touring bikes or gravel bikes under a thousand bucks pulled up articles that referenced a few makes and models, like the Fuji Touring that's been around for decades, the Marin Four Corners, a stylish gravel bike for touring, the Dawes Super Galaxy, 
designed to give a more comfortable ride, and the Ridgeback Voyage, considered the best aluminum frame tourer. A new bike from an LBS would be one of these or a classic. Now, one option to reject out of hand are any new two to $400 bikes from any big box stores. Hey, I don't care if it's Walmart, Target, Dick's Sporting Goods, or REI. From personal experience, these things are only good for a year or so before I'd run them into the ground, even with constant maintenance. They were what I could afford if I couldn't find a used classic at a thrift store. No way would I go walk about on them. And then we have the used box shops. Uh, there's one a couple of blocks away near 16th Emission. Of course, we have the Bike Kitchen, which is a famous co-op organization and used store, and a big used bike superstore uptown. If I didn't have my current bike, that's where I'd start looking for a steel frame beater to turn into a hybrid vehicle. In fact, I'd be specifically hunting for what I have now, a vintage 90s mountain bike. To be honest, the co-op and refurbish options are the most iffy, depending on the bike's condition. Uh, one rumor I've heard is that some bikes donated to the bike kitchen come from being ridden during Burning Man, which would require a full overhaul to get rid of any and all desert sand. And a refurbish might just be a long build before I even put racks and all the other extra gear on it. The hell. I spent the last year or so just making my current bike tour ready, and it came to me already refurbished. So I can either save up for a new $600 to $1,200 gravel or touring bike from a local bike shop, uh, try to build a custom bike from scratch at the cost of a lot of time and maybe around four dollars or $500, or go for a three dollars to $500 model from a used bike store something that would only need a few add-ons. Now there is one last option, is to drop down and only look for a new gravel bike for like 500 bucks. That depends on if these uh, entry-level gravel bikes are even worth it. But every other option has complications. Buying online from a manufacturer, meaning they'll send it to you in a box and you gotta put it together. Uh, buying somebody's overpriced COVID bike using Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or the bottom of the barrel choice, going to a flea market, knowing damn well any dirt cheap yuppie bike with all the bells and whistles is almost certainly stolen. Going that route is just guaranteed bad karma. Well, anyway, I'll see about a second bike after I get all of my tour packing gear. Okay, Center Stage continues with a few sets of eclectic, curated, and submitted beats, starting smooth and ending hard. Uh, first up is Marismus by Visiones Panoramic, the experimental future soul ship manned by Anibasia Valls and Julius Marvesol from Spain. Uh, it's off the album Loose Tracks. 2012-2014, released February 2nd, 2012. Uh, then we have Polar and Kind by Milo Hunter, 
uh, a.k.a. Sydney, Australia, indie pop experimental artist Kyle Sheckelford, who adopted his handle from Masanori Hata's 1980 classic, The Adventures of Milo and Otis, while reading Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing on the campaign trail. Now, this cool tune, found at Triple J Unearthed, will officially drop on April 11th.
Second shirt set opens with Golden Place, the latest hip-hop piece by often-featured Stone Mountain, Georgia producer and bassist Kay Jizzle. Cool. After that, it's 1999, an electronic ambient number by Gridline, a.k.a. Predrag Grujic, uh, an unsigned artist from Serbia. This cut is from his sixth album of Surrealistic Atmospheres, Red Music, uh, released in 2012 on the Japanese label Bumpfoot. Let's 
out the golden pipes. We don't want to see up the fire. They don't hear them like this. Oh, you don't make it a marriage. Y'all make me mighty and hate. We don't make money and pipes. They don't know you all the place. We don't want to see up the fire. It has a golden pipes. We don't want to see up the fire. They don't hear them like this. Oh, you don't make it a marriage. Y'all make me mighty and hate. We don't make money and pipes. They don't know you all the place. We don't want to see up the fire.
Okay, last set kicks it off with Formula Extinction, a little dark electro by Second Face, an industrial band out of Mainz, Germany. Uh, it's the debut single off the album Utopium, slated to drop on May 12th from Dependent Records. The track is inspired by humanity's reckless exploitation of the planet's resources, a process that will inevitably create a rather dystopian environment for generations to come. And some people are actually looking forward to this shit. Next, we have one more gothic hip-hop tune from Curran Dirks, and Capsule Aided, off the 2021 album Ideological Frameworks. The Bandcamp page didn't have a bio, but one listener commented that this tune was machine learning created hip-hop, but the machine is the devil. <laughs> and by the way, uh, check out his trippy enigmatic website, online. And finally, we wrap up with a hardcore number, Suicide Prevention by The Swine, Canada's foremost future grunge entity. The Alberta-based band is also most popular in depressing Eastern Bloc countries. Uh, this cut is off the five-song EP Pity Party, released May 7, 2021.
your anxiety. Wealth is tight and fought in decency. Today, history, past convention. Let there be one more contagion, one that incubates empathy. Expel the narrative, making us believe that this is the apex of evolution. Eyes open wide toward the knife.
wrote the song when I was drunk. Okay, in the log, I went ahead and did a little used bike window shelving uh, just to get an idea of what used bikes are currently out there. First, I went to the nearest shop, Don Rafa's Cyclery, near 16th and Mission. Now, I've lived in this neighborhood long enough to know the shop was there, but I'd never gone in before. So, early this month, I took a look around and got permission to take a few pics. You can find them on the bike shop page. Uh, first impressions, it's a nice, crowded collection of road bikes and mountain bikes. None look really old, none look new and hot, as in recently stolen. Uh, I saw Trex, Cannondales, Giants, and Ameren. They all look fairly recent and all rideable. Uh, back home, I checked out the shop's history and customer service reviews, which were all good. Then I looked for info on a few of the bikes I zeroed in on. Uh, the Giant Rincon. It's an entry-level bike launched in 2019. Starting price, 500 bucks. Now discontinued. 
uh, aluminum frame, suspension fork, disc brakes. I'm used to steel frames, but I'm not opposed to an aluminum frame as long as I don't weigh it down or push it too hard. I know disc brakes are more responsive than rim brakes, and I could get used to them fairly quickly. But frankly, I've never ridden suspension forks, and I don't really like them. They're heavier, they need extra maintenance, and are prone to damage if bolting front racks to them, if they'd even have mounts for a bottle cage. Now, I don't know if it would be better to lock the suspension fork or just swap in a rigid fork. Oh, sorry, a suspension corrected fork. The other giant bike I saw, an ATX 880, is a mid to late 90s mountain bike. Aluminum frame, Google said solid fork, but I saw a suspension fork. $1,000 or more new. Hey, an actual 90s mountain bike. This model, with its horizontal top tube, was in relatively good condition and worth a second look to see how likely it would be to customize. Uh, I also came across a Trek 820 and a Marin Pioneer Trail. The Trek 820, well more specifically, the 820 SHX, is a 1998 entry-level hybrid-slash-mountain bike. Around 500 bucks new, steel frame, suspension fork. The Marin Pioneer Trail is most likely the 2010 model mountain bike based on color. Uh, it costs 430 bucks brand new, aluminum frame, suspension fork, Shimano derailleur, 7-speed, takes 26 by 1.95 inch tires, just like my Diamondback. Hey, not bad. The fact that I even came across a couple intact 90s bikes is encouraging, making me lean more towards skipping a new $1,000 bike. Now, as it happened, a few days later, I was in Chinatown picking up my backup reading glasses. Uh, Columbus Cyclery, the used bike superstore, was only half a mile away in North Beach. So I walked over to check out the shop. Uh, first impressions. The place seemed smaller than implied in the website, but that's just photo effect. Uh, I talked to one of the guys there, got permission to take pics, uh, told him I was planning to get a second bike, asked him about 90s bikes, and he showed me the collection of slightly older models in the basement level. A few early 2000s road gravel and mountain bikes. Most of them had solid front forks. And there were also a few sweet vintage 10-speed bikes hanging on the wall. But even I know, loading cargo on a skinny bike built for speed has its problems. The main floor had rental bikes and some new and used. Cool. The slight advantage this store has over Don Rafa's is their website with many models listed with specs and prices. Those prices are relatively higher because they're in North Beach. But the selection of used bikes I've seen further pushes a new $1,000 model out of consideration. Uh, ultimately, I revised my replacement bike budget to $500 total, which means I can look for new or used. But again, not until I have all my tour packing gear. 
Okay, for one more tune, we close out with Black Rats by Voodoo Puppets, a Russian hardcore horror punk outfit formed in 2008. Uh, this tune is off the album Well to Hell, released October 29, 2013, on Russian net label Southern Cities Lab. Yeah, I'll 
Well, okay. Hey, this show is a 1223 Studio joint. Show notes and band links are on the pod page, and episodes are now on Amazon Music and Audible. Send email to mfunkyzine at gmail.com. If you like the show, subscribe already. Tell your friends it's roughly every two weeks. And instead of parting shots, a few random thoughts. Regardless of the flurry of news reports of black San Francisco residents getting $5 million in reparations, I'm not holding my breath until we see what the actual eligibility hoops are. For example, how many black folks can actually prove their ancestors were specifically enslaved at a specific plantation, seeing as that suspicious early 20th century fire at a D.C. building wiped out a large number of colored census records? Do they even know which 1880 or 1890 state and county census records might have the relevant info on former slaves? Well, I do, by the way, because I checked years ago. Until I see what the government requires, I'm not assuming I'll get one red cent. The coming employee surveillance of workers' brains may evoke fears of the corporate workplace becoming more of an Orwellian nightmare than it currently is, but there's also the chance for a bit of sauce for the gander. What's to stop employees from making a cogent argument that the boss is spending so much time monitoring employees, in effect engaging in HR porn, that he or she is less efficient and no longer demonstrating the value of his or her own bloated salary. Okay, and finally, after watching a couple of YouTube videos discussing the Drake equation, there's one last variable that needs to be added. They need to calculate what number of intelligent civilizations, after having contacted or communicated with us, will from that point on want to have anything to do with us. Show themes, Acid Trumpet, Backed Vibes, and Spyglass by New York musician and composer Kevin McClaw. Bike Bell Number 3 by CDRK, found at freesound.org. The next episode follows a tangent off the worst-case scenario, having to execute a portage maneuver. I'm Larry. Still trying hard to stay chill at my garret in the mission. Still in San Francisco. Working to get on the road and off the grid.